1: For more detailed information, visit their website at cardinalcap.net. You can also call them 225-308-3700 or email them info
0: at cardinalcap.net. Okay, Mr. Davis, let's have some tech gumbo. Absolutely. We'll start off with the news and updates that the U.S. is backed first place. We're number one. We've got the fastest supercomputer in the world. And... Boy, is this thing blazing fast. One quintillion calculations per second. You're right. Also known as one exaflop.
1: So that is giga tera peta exa. So each one of those is a factor of a thousand more than the other. So just to give you some perspective, that is three one thousands more than a gigaflop. So just absolutely mind-bogglingly fast.
0: This thing has 9,400 CPUs, 37,000 GPUs, so that it has to fit inside of 74 purpose-built c- cabinets, yeah. and it has to use a 350-horsepower pump to run 6,000 gallons of water per minute to cool the thing down.
1: Whenever your cooling system is a swimming pool, that's whenever
0: you know you've got a big computer on hand here. The most recent number one, which is now number two, was in Kobe, Japan. And this thing is twice as fast as the most recent super number computer there that was over there in Japan. This thing is, is built using HPE's Cray EX platform one quintillion calculations per second and they don't think they're
1: done yet they think that it has a peak performance of two quintillion they think they are halfway to full capacity
0: which is just absolutely wild how much that is so okay the dad in me has to think good god what's the electric bill on this thing i mean you're, you've got to be pulling down $100,000 a month just for the electric bill when you've got that much power, that much processing going on.
1: It doesn't make sense to me how much this is. These numbers are so large and that the, the amount of just support systems and support structures that you have to have to run the main thing are impressive in their own right just as a side hustle. And then you get the, the main piece of the supercomputer.
0: This is absolutely wild, how much it is. And like you said, just the beginning, it's gonna get faster. That's that's impressive. That's 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 up there. The Department of Energy's Oak Ridge National Laboratory is where this thing is. And good for them. That's impressive. Next thing we wanted to talk about. A antitrust bill is kind of moving along through the U.S. Senate. And this is a bipartisan bill where they're looking at big tech, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Google, Microsoft, and saying, you boys and girls better start doing some things different." Right. It's also important to note that they are very narrowly defining
1: all of this. Some of the ways in uh, which they are looking could pull in other service providers such as Walmart's online platform but because they're trying to just get something created and something passed they are carving out internet service providers and financial institutions to only focus basically on Amazon Apple Facebook Google Microsoft
0: this is going to be an interesting one to watch because how do, how do you sit there and say okay we're going to go after Amazon's platform where they or Google where they you buy things through the Google or the Facebook platform but you don't go after Walmart's platform you don't go after Target's platform that's that's going to be tough to how they're going to maneuver through this one
1: whenever a lot of the things that Amazon is accused of whenever they are engaging in their practices with their selling of their goods Walmart is accused of a lot of the same ones target is just smaller and so their impact isn't going to be as much because i think there is a a minimum cap you have to have at least 50 million monthly active users and my guess is that target's online platform doesn't hit that threshold but you really have to feel that they are trying to okay we're going to make this as thin as possible as narrow as possible because that's what we can agree on and is there other stuff that we would like yeah sure but we're trying, we're really trying to get us something past here, so we're we're going to go after the Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Google, and Microsoft to just make it happen.
0: We're going to go to the easy ones because, oh, by the way, we're going to exclude any Internet service providers in all financial institutions.
1: Whenever you have that nice cover for financial institutions, you're not fighting their lobbies anymore. You're not having to fight with all those people who all of that money. And so you're just having to fight the tech lobbies. And so it's, okay, well, the, it
0: has a better shot here. We'll see. And I'm, I'm not thinking this one's going far. Moving along to DuckDuckGo, the company, we've all seen their ads, their browsers are all about privacy. Maybe not quite so private after all. They're still pretty good but they have said
1: that they intentionally allow Microsoft trackers on third-party sites due to a search syndication agreement with Microsoft. And that's
0: tough. It flies in the face of what they've been telling everybody for years and years and years. We don't track anything. Their users technically aren't tracked
1: because they're not tying anything to a user profile, but it's one of those things where You've said that you're, you're the best, and you are still the best, but you're not everything anymore. You start to make some compromises somewhere.
0: We don't suck as much as everybody else. We're not great. We just suck less. That's not a high bar. They've also said,
1: we've always been extremely careful to never promise anonymity with browsing, because that frankly isn't possible. We actually didn't promise that at all. It just kind of, we gained the reputation, and maybe we never
0: fought the reputation. But when you read the terms and conditions page, you'll see, despite what our ads say and what we're known for, yeah, go, go spend some time reading all of those T's and C's, and then you'll learn the truth. The CEO goes on to cite a whole bunch of data
1: showing that they are better. But he specifically acknowledges that they do allow some tracking in some places
0: we saw an article and really want to congratulate the state of maryland they've now created a mobile id congratulations you're doing something now that louisiana did in 2016 you finally caught up to louisiana well i'm i'm just more impressed that
1: louisiana was so far out in front the one thing is that Their mobile ID is in the Apple wallet. It's not its own separate app. And so that is – Louisiana hasn't quite been doing that for as long. But it's still – it's a nice step forward that we're starting to recognize that that physical government document isn't the end-all, be-all anymore.
0: I I do like that part. When I've got my phone and I flip it open and show the TSA folks at the pre-check line, they've got to look at that phone and they've got to accept it because it's an official – document even though it's on my phone when you go anywhere that you go to vote here in louisiana you got to show an id i can show my phone that's it's actually easier to read my driver's license on the phone because it's a much bigger screen than the size of the, the credit card size of of my driver's license
1: now that you're thinking about it as not just that physical piece of plastic anymore but it also has a digital representation. You can start to do other things with that digital representation. If for whatever reason, we wanted to add more information to a driver's license, I don't have any off the top of my head, but the possibility now exists that your digital driver's license could contain
0: more information should we so choose. Like your COVID status that the Louisiana app does. If you've had your vaccination and booster and second booster, that shows up on your Louisiana wallet app. Yeah, there there's definitely the potential to include things that we, we deem
1: relevant because what we have on the driver's license probably hasn't changed a whole lot
0: in 50 years. Well, one notable thing that's not on your driver's license anymore is your social security number. Right. Because it was up until the early 90s. Right, and so that is a subtraction we've made because of identity
1: theft and so, That is a change. But for the most part, you know, things like your height, your eye color, those are pretty standard things. And so it opens up a a lane for something new and interesting. Yes, it does.
0: Something also rather interesting. In California, there's a state legislator who's filed a bill that would allow parents to sue Social media platforms if their kids become addicted to that platform.
1: This is another one of those things whenever you get that the guy is frustrated. He wants to do something. We we talk a lot. We have a lot of data. We know that social media is designed to addict people and that kids who, especially kids who don't have that ability to self-regulate yet, are becoming addicted to it. We should do something about this. Much like we went after cigarette companies, much like we're going after opioid companies, we should go after social media companies. But this isn't quite it yet. This is still really underbaked. And it's it's not quite it.
0: I get as a parent, you're frustrated. You want to see some action. You're getting no action in Washington, D.C., you're getting really no kind of action on the state level, so you're a legislator. Okay, fine. I'll throw something out there. Just throw something up and see if it'll. If the mud will stick on the wall. It's not going to because we talked about last week the Texas state bill, that House Bill Twenty. Well, as it turns out, the Supreme Court has already weighed in on that. The Supreme Court said no. the The Texas bill would allow
1: users to sue social media platforms for downranking the Texas bill would allow users to sue social media platforms for downranking any content whatsoever the problem is is that there's definitely a lot of stuff that we don't want on social media platforms like hate speech or all of the other negative awful terrible things that can be in our set we don't want that near the top and so The fact that someone was trying this, again, I get it that people are frustrated, they want change, they want something, but what was proposed really did not think through the implications here, and it it would have been a complete mess. And it's also very interesting, the Supreme Court did not just say no, they said no, and that they think that the issues were so novel and significant, the Supreme Court would have to consider them at some point, that social media's applications are of great importance that will plainly merit this court's review. Which
0: basically is a shot into the bow of, of the United States Congress and Senate that, hey, you, you folks over there in, in Capitol Hill, y'all better do something because you don't want us to legislate from the bench. We're going to have to, if, if y'all force our hands, we don't want to do something now. They're absolutely right with what these judges are saying. This should not be coming from the bench. We should not have to do this. Your legislators, your elected officials designed to create the laws. We're supposed to interpret the laws here. Don't make me... Come out there and and create a law for you. But I'm going to. You got these states doing different things.
1: All these states are trying something and they're trying a lot of ridiculous things. And we need guidance on what what should be the federal framework here, because these social media companies exist in California, but they operate in Texas and in Florida and in New York. And so if Florida says something different than Texas says, says something different than New York, well, that doesn't work. You need one overarching idea to govern all of this. And it's big enough. It's important enough. It's causing enough noise that the Supreme Court is going to have to have an opinion on this because there will be more cases with more people who are out there trying ridiculous things. And even if it's not a ridiculous thing some of the the, uh, cases that we've talked about in recent years have been very important and very influential and very serious and reasonable and so again though we need federal laws for how should we as a country be thinking about
0: these platforms and their implications on the users and at some point the u.s government is going to create some flavor of the gdpr some flavor of some kind of data protection rights, some overarching more than just what section 230 of the Telecom Decency Act is of 1996. And until then, you're gonna see a California legislator letting parents sue over addiction or the Texas coming out and saying that nobody can re-rank or, or downgrade or down rank somebody's post on social media platforms or whatever Florida is going to come out with again because they've, they've said they're coming back with the the legislation that, that got kicked out of those courts. This has just got to happen. Yeah, there's too many
1: people who are too motivated to get something done because it needs to be done. There's a lot of energy on reforming this thing and, and on, on governing it and regulating it because Even though a lot of different people disagree on what we need to do about it, everyone agrees that something needs to be done. And so this system of just everybody just lobbing another Hail Mary and hoping that it comes down, eventually one of these is going to stick. And if it's not one which was well thought out, but it is legal, boy, that's not a great situation to end up in. Because then we're going to have the consequences of something which stuck
0: but wasn't the best that we could have done. And and you just got to hope that some, some rational minds win the day here because this is not, not rational what we're doing now. And speaking of not being rational, we do want to have a little fun here in this segment. And this was something that just really – Made us laugh So in Zambia Their central bank
1: Was attacked by some ransomware But Because the IT of the Bank of Zambia Was actually very well protected They were able to to Pull everything back up pretty quickly And they were able to get back on their feet And instead of sending The hackers some money They sent the hackers something
0: else They sent them A Picture of let's say the male anatomy, and with an accompanying messaging telling them that they could they could suck certain things and to stop attacking banks and and go go get a job basically is what they were saying and and it, to just have the country's central bank the head of the IT send out a tweet just saying kiss off is just hysterical. Oh, you love it. You love that kind of energy
1: that like, we are protected. You can't touch us. We know we've got, you know, that's, that's a great, that's great
0: energy and we are happy for them. Absolutely. So if you need any kind of lessons on what to do, maybe not sending an anatomy pic like this, but your data backed up so that you can if you want send out that pic because that's how they did all of their data was backed up and and well preserved and so they could recreate everything almost immediately they didn't miss a blink and and now they're sending out that pic (laughs) fantastic We want to thank General Informatics for sponsoring our show. General Informatics is an information technology firm with a mission to make our clients even more successful through the best use of technology. Based in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, General Informatics is a premier IT managed service provider delivering exceptional managed IT solutions to a diverse base of customers across the southeastern United States. From the beginning, we have maintained our commitment to meeting the growing needs of our clients through continuous innovation. With over 20 years of experience and a team of 180 plus employees, including technicians, engineers, program designers, GI has evolved to become the leading IT partner of business schools and government agencies. Our managed services teams can run your digital infrastructure or support your team on an on-demand basis, letting you focus on your business strengths. This has become a proven formula. So proven that 98% of our clients continue to do business with us year after year. Whether you need IT services, new technology, or have a question, visit us on the web at geninf.com. If you enjoyed our show today, we are here on Talk 273
1: FM every Saturday at 4 p.m. And the show reruns Sundays also at 4 p.m. If you missed any part of the show or you'd like to hear this or previous episodes, check out our podcast, available on almost every podcast platform, including iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music Audible, and more. When you're there, be sure to subscribe so you get notified every time we post a new episode. If you like our show or you have any suggestions, let us know on our website at www.techgumbo.net. You can also always text us 225-255-0431. Thank you for listening to Tech Gumbo.